This is the Australian Surrogacy Podcast. This is Francine and Anne's story. While I've got your attention, I'm letting you know about my new book, More Than Just a Baby, A Guide to Surrogacy for Intended Parents and Surrogates, is available on my website at sarahjefford.com. You can find all the details there. It is the only guide to surrogacy in Australia, and it covers everything from the processes and laws, how to find a surrogate or intended parents, and everything in between from finding all the way through to the fourth trimester. You can find it on the website and you can also contact me if you have any questions. I'm at sarah at sarahjefford.com. Hi Sarah and the Australian surrogacy community. Uh, I'm Fran. And I'm Ian and we're based in Melbourne. So our family is quite small. Um, I'm originally from Brazil, so I have been in Australia for 14 years. Um, I came to have a gap year, and it has been one of the longest gap years in history. Um, I then fell in love with Australia and uh, decided that I wanted to stay. And um, I was very fortunate to uh, be offered a PhD scholarship, and I have been here since. So um, Ian is uh, originally from Canberra and uh, he has also family in Ireland and Switzerland. And uh, so besides the two of us, we have here in Melbourne our two fur babies, Peppa and Ashy. So they're two miniature schnauzers. Um, Peppa was diagnosed with uh, lymphoma with a type of blood cancer early this year. Uh, She's doing chemo, but she's uh, doing well and we're keeping very hopeful that um, she'll continue to do well. So I'm a medical researcher and also a lecturer. And I'm a finance manager in agriculture. Um, When I'm not otherwise being the home handyman, the IT department or the maintenance department. (laughs) Or the OHNS department sometimes too. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we are in this uh, journey because five years ago, when I was 31, I was diagnosed with advanced advanced, uh, ovarian cancer. So I went from um, being a healthy 31-year-old woman to suddenly our world was turned upside down. And uh, overnight, we're having to make some really tough decisions, including about the future of our family and having to go through two major surgeries and then five months of chemo. In the process, as many other uh, cancer patients do, um, I lost uh, my uterus and my uh, ovaries to be able to uh, survive, I guess. And, um, but I was very lucky that I know that the prognosis of advanced ovarian cancer is usually not great. Uh, but um, I'm not only alive, clearly. Uh, after five years, I'm still cancer-free, which is uh, uh, major for us and for our family. And we're finally ready then to move on into our next step into looking how we could start our family. But we'll need help for that. Yeah, we're really incredibly fortunate at this moment, uh, not only to have Francine's health uh, and obviously to be five years on, and uh, to have these two beautiful pups Um, that at the moment give us some of that family feeling and wake us up in the middle of the night and (laughs) uh, keep us on our toes. Uh, But obviously the next stage of our trip is to hopefully expand our family uh, and bring a child into it. Uh, We've been incredibly fortunate uh, so far with 
um, a very kind lady offering to be our egg donor. And obviously at the moment with COVID restrictions in place, uh, obviously this journey is that much harder, um, but we hope obviously um, as restrictions ease, we might be able to start that next step. Yeah, so we're hoping that we'll have our, uh, the eggs collected and the embryos uh, frozen next month in August um, if the IVF clinic don't close again in Melbourne. But yeah, fingers crossed. And um, some interesting facts about us. So my favorite book at the moment, uh, well, not just a favorite book, a favorite author is uh, Brene Brown. So I'm in love with her books and her mentality, and I have been listening to all her podcasts as well and TED Talks and so on. Um, I love uh, about uh, daring greatly and uh, living uh, full on with your heart on. I'm not the type of person that I hide uh, against my cancer diagnosis or anything else. Uh, I do fight for things in life, and I think that's um, that's something that uh, we both really value. And uh, and yeah, and that's why we're in this journey. Where we are now. Yeah, yeah. And um, and a second favorite book then um, is one that Ian bought me during uh, isolation number one. Uh, called Tivoli Road Bakery. So I have been trying to make uh, sourdough bread for over a year. And um, and it was okay, but it wasn't great. And Ian was just sick of me trying to make him eat uh, not great bread. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he got me the book and that really now brought my sourdough to a whole new level. <laughs> and a lot more bread. And in isolation with not enough walking about, we're probably eating too much bread, but it's now really fantastic yeah, bread. It's really good bread. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting things about me. Francine's obviously highlighted a few. Uh, I was born in Canberra. Um, I do love uh, doing things around the house, particularly with woodwork and gardening. Uh, lots of my friends would suggest that I should have shares in Bunnings. Um, but um, from a book perspective, uh, I probably had a bit of a hiatus from a lot of reading um, just with the work I do and the reading I do for that. But I do love a good beach yarn and obviously any good suggestion uh, for something challenging uh, is also a big fan. So Ian is a bit of a MacGyver around the house and he fixes everything. And I'm the one with the great ideas and then he, he gets uh, to do <laughs> all my ideas. <laughs> Sometimes I'm even allowed to buy some new tools. <laughs> so yeah, so we love doing DIYs and uh, yeah, we do a lot of stuff ourselves. We do a lot of gardening as well. Um, yeah, we love like our home and having our friends over and cooking for them too. So that's a lot of our time uh, spent on weekends on gardening and uh, having friends over when we're not in isolation. Indeed. Uh, looking forward to hopefully being able to do a lot more of that. Uh, not only meeting um, perhaps some of yourselves, but also some of our friends. Yeah. And uh, I also collect uh, plaques, you know, the little... Uh, Cap on the top of oh, the champagne thank cork. You. Yes. So what do you call that again? A placo musafil. Yeah. So um, I collect ones uh, that all come from different uh, bottles uh, that were uh, that we had in very special occasions. So, for example, um, when I reached the five-year can uh, cancer-free mark. And Ian recently made me a board where I, can, uh, I could put all of them and it's now on the wall. So it's quite nice. A nice way of being able to keep a memento of major celebrations in a nice um, kind of stylistic manner. 
Yeah, and uh, and I also do a lot of volunteering for several uh, organisations such as the Cancer Council Australia, um, Ovarian Cancer Australia, and Ovarian Cancer Research Foundation. Between um, a lot of campaigns, so um, you might have seen me in the Girls Nighting campaign in 2018 and 2019 um, on all the envelopes for Ovarian Cancer Australia for the Christmas appeal last year and so on. So um, I re I'm really passionate about trying to give uh, back to the community in raising awareness about ovarian cancer and also raising some very important funding for medical research in this area. Sometimes they've even taken over our front living room and turned it into a production studio, <laughs> yeah. which has all been great fun. Yeah, no, so we're, we're very grateful to, um, for my health and to be able to give a little bit back to the community now. With COVID, getting away on a holiday can be a bit different at the moment. Uh, but ordinarily, this time of the year, we'd be trying to see family. Uh, this year, we had looked to go back to two of our favourite destinations, back home to Brazil for Francine, perhaps this time to have even seen Iguazu. And I was looking forward to going back for my grandmother's 90th in Ireland, um, but mostly spending some time with my aunt and cousins in the peak of the Swiss Alps, uh, which above the cloud line is just one of the most beautiful places I know. It is, yeah. So yeah, so we're very fortunate to have the most amazing uh, family and also friends uh, around us, especially in Melbourne. Uh, friends are like family. And uh, yeah, I think that that's it from us. Indeed. Well, enjoy all the movies, the Netflix, the stands, the crimes, <laughs> the any other thing you've got to keep busy. I know we're finding some new movies and I'm sure you will too. Yeah, and the Brené Brown talks. <laughs> if yep. you'd like to reach out to us, obviously either do so through Sarah uh, or through social media. Um, we look to hopefully be in touch and when restrictions ease, maybe do so in person too. Yeah, okay. See you everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Australian Surrogacy Podcast. If you are looking for more information, you can find it on the blog. Listen to more podcast episodes at sarahjefford.com. You can also find me on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you want to get in touch, you can find me at sarah at sarahjefford.com.